Do you trade in a land down under? Well, Trader Cobb does. And as a recurring guest on this show, we thought we would call on Craig for his expertise to discover how to become a crypto trader. In the first part of a monthly series designed to teach you and us the skills of crypto trading, today we'll discover the kind of traders and the mindset you need to establish to be successful. So slather that Vegemite on a piece of bread and wonder how do they even eat this stuff? as we speak with Trader Cobb from Australia for episode number 317 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Do you come from a land down under? Welcome Man. to the Bad Something Podcast. Mm. Have you ever tried Vegemite? Yes. When I was in Sydney, I tried it. And it, was, oh, it is horrible. Rancid. Yeah, it's horrible. It's There's two things that are very cultural that I've tasted that I'm like, how does somebody eat this? If you've had Vegemite in Australia or if you've tried uh, poi in, uh, in a, um, a luau in Hawaii. Mm. Oh my gosh! It's this pasty, nasty, hard pass stuff. You know what they should have said is instead of a Vegemite sandwich in that song, like just hand them a package of Tim Tams. Have you, have you ever had the Tim Tams? Mm-mm. Tim should Tams I? are Tim Tams are amazing. Tim Tams are like little Twix candy bars kind of things. Very good. They're like caramely inside. Very good. Sort of like maybe a mix between a Snickers and a tick and a, and a uh, Twix. So Your good. commercial should be, it's time for a Tim Tam. Tim it's Tam Tim time. time. <laughs> so what is Vegemite? It is thick, black Australian food spread made from leftover brewer's yeast extract with various vegetables and spice additives. And, food uh, stuffs. You know yeah, when it says could, food stuffs? You know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's you can like blame food. it on Cyril Percy Callister from Melbourne, who invented it in 1922. So so mm. that means Vegemite is approaching its hundredth birthday. Happy you know birthday, what? Vegemite. Happy birthday, Vegemite! Very good. This is great. Now this is this is the beginning of a new series, folks. Once a month, we're going to have Trader Cobb on to talk about how to trade crypto. So this really is going to be a how-to, and you're going to have opportunities to maybe even call us up. Right? We have a bad crypto hotline: seven zero eight 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 five nine zero three zero. And give us a call. Ask us a question. Ask ask uh, Trader Cobb a question about trading that you want to have answered, and he'll answer it for you on a on a future episode. The next trading uh, uh, the bad trader episode uh, will be in the first part of November. So you got a little bit of time. But this is the first in a series of shows we're going to be partnering up with Trader Cobb. We like his style, and we'll have an announcement for you in the show as well that we think our fans down under are going to find exciting, but you'll also find this exciting. Divi, Divi's on the move, gang. They are taking early signups for their new digital finance ecosystem that will offer, get this, crypto debit cards, instant bank accounts, and fiat to crypto on and off ramps directly to your wallet. If you want to be the first in line to get your hands on these services, go to wallet.diviproject.org, and Divi is spelled D-I-V-I, wallet.diviproject.org. Enter your email there. There's some really 
cool and interesting things ahead for Divi. We're glad to have them as a sponsor on this show. Check them out, DiviProject.org. Thank you so much to Divi. Now, let's get into our podcast here. What do you say, governor? Wait, no. What about a Bobby? Nothing, no. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the interview. (laughs) And he's back all the way from down under for, I think, is it the third appearance on the show? Uh, Third appearance. Uh Uh-oh, he's catching up. He's just caught up with McAfee. He's caught up with McAfee, but he needs to hit seven to catch up with he who we do not name. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Whose name rhymes with Blonnie Poass. (laughs) (laughs) It is the one and only Craig Cobb of TraderCobb.com, international educator, speaker in business trading and cryptocurrency, hosts the Trader Cobb Crypto Show, heard all around the world, and he is indeed down under in Australia, joining us today to talk trading. Welcome back, Craig, a.k.a. Trader Cobb. Boys, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being had. Mm -hmm. The pleasure is all yours. So we thought that we would actually start having you on as a recurring guest because there is a subject that you go deep into in the crypto space that we don't really touch. And that is trading cryptocurrencies. And you know a thing or two about that. Mm. Yeah, mate. Um, look, it's going to be awesome. Uh, look, and just the whole purpose of this is not just to sort of go and just talk about what the market's doing uh, every single day or every single episode. It's to really help people to understand, I guess, trading. There's a lot of misconceptions out there, eh? I mean, there's so many misconceptions about what it takes, what it is. Um, and, and look, I just want to sort of dispel some of those myths for, for two reasons. One, if um, if you don't think it's for you, well, that's fine. But make sure you make the right decision based on some actual facts. Uh, and, and, and at least you know, listen. Like, don't tune yeah. us out because no, you'll hurt you. Travis's feelings. I don't have any feelings anymore. I'm feelingless. <laughs> oh, which, by the way, what are you dressing up as for Cryptoine? <clears throat> so I'm, I, uh, I got myself this badass snowflake suit. So <laughs> it's a complete suit and a tie, and it's a snow. It's lots of snowflakes, and I'm just going to go around and yell at everybody for hurting my feelings. <laughs> are you going to have a um, American flag bandana like um, the dude out of um, what's it, uh, Napoleon Dynamite? With the, with, no. the, with the flash no. pan? I no, think he should have... Those badass pants, though. Those are great pants. You need a custom hat that just says on it, I'm offended by everything. I think <laughs> that, that that's the costume. Okay. Thanks, What's thanks the for making for? my costume. Like Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, coming up on Halloween. I'm just going to wear it on regular days, just out, out and about. I'm just going to go to conferences wearing it, if it, if it fits good. Drives here. He even walks a snowflake. Oh, he's offended. <laughs> okay, so where where were we before I so adequately and in, in, uh, interrupted? No, all good, mate. Um, I was uh, just basically saying, you know, for the, look, trading, I, I truly believe anyone can do it, but there's a certain amount of um, ingredients one needs to sort of take, and, and having an understanding for what it does take is going to be a lot better than, you know, what most people do, for example, is they think that all they need is a trading strategy. Uh, it's That's probably 15% of what I actually do. There's a hell of a lot more to it, and I'm hoping that I'm able to sort of introduce people to what it actually takes to be a trader so they can make their own informed decisions. So 15%, only 15% is strategy. So what's the other 85%? Dumb luck? 
The, the other 85% is planning, structuring, uh, mindset, routine, uh, risk management, uh, following through with um, you know assessment of self, uh, mentoring, all those sorts of things. So, look, it's like any business. The product is not the business. You know, it's, it's everything that goes on behind that product that actually makes that product successful. Trading is no different. Damn. You're the okay. Tony Robbins of crypto trading. Right on. So let's. This is going to be. Have you not noticed? <laughs> this is a multi-part series, really, that we're starting, and we're going to piecemeal out. Uh, you know, basically each month. So this is October 2019. I guess we need to come up with a cool name for this particular segment. But let's start at the beginning. Don't right? be a bad right? trader, right? Don't be yeah. a bad trader. There you go. Buy low, <laughs> sell high. Yeah, and bad trading. Episode, Probably a wrong, wrong title that one. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start at the beginning. Let's pretend you've got a room full of people because you do right now. Our listeners here in the the Republic of Bad Cryptopia uh, are listening, and they go, "All right, how do I develop this mindset? Where do I start?" Yeah, it's a good. It's a really good question. Um, the beginning is really about understanding what you do or don't know about yourself. Uh, let me explain what I mean by that. So. To give you an understanding, you've got two styles of trading. You've got intraday trading and you've got swing trading. Now, intraday trading is like, um, you know, when you stay in the one side of like uh, the Caesars Palace in Vegas and there's all the really pretty girls that keep wanting to get into your elevator. Uh, and swing trading is the other side, the other wing of the Caesars Palace Hotel where the not so pretty girls want to get into your elevator. Now, I want to be in the choice. pretty girl side, please. <laughs> you've got to make a choice, okay? So the thing is, you might not know which side you want to go to start off with. You've got to start somewhere. And most people will go to the pretty girl side because the pretty girl side or the pretty man side, whichever way you want to swing it, is really it's the sexy stuff. It's the intraday stuff. It's being active. It's, it's that feeling of anticipation. It's that excitement and emotion driven. Um, and that's where most people start. Now, they need to understand what each of these different areas of the market mean. If you're going to intraday trade, I don't have a problem with deciding that you wish to intraday trade, but you need to be aware that there are some things that are going to happen. For example, uh, it's going to probably be a baptism of fire. Uh, yes, you'll get more trades, and quite truly, that may actually be fantastic because your, your, your sort of learning curve does grow exponentially because by virtue of the fact that you're taking more trades. But you can also lose a lot more, a lot more quickly. So asking yourself where you think you might fit intraday, quick decisions, very, very fast, lots of slippage. Slippage is when you don't get the fill that you'd like to get. So you might want to be in at $10,005. You might get in at $10,035. Now you've got more risk on that trade. Whereas swing trading, it's, um, look, it's a much more measured, slower process. You can take more time to make your decisions. And um, we'll talk about later as we go through this series using a checklist-based trading strategy, which is how I trade. It allows you to take more time to make decisions. You just got to know the windows, and we can touch on that in a minute. So the, the beginning is really asking yourself, what sort of what would I be drawn towards? Intraday trading, you know, the selling the the, uh, the sizzle, want the steak, or the swing trading, which is a little bit more okay, I can pop out and get myself a coffee, or I can go and do some stuff and come back, and it evolves. Can can the swing trading be the pretty girls, though, please? Because, I mean, I want the pretty girls, but I also don't want the stress, you know. So. Well, the problem that you've got there is that the pretty girls make things happen faster. That's okay. I'm a patient man. Can't yeah, but you, you – this, this, your, your analogy, by the way, can go down some – Really I know it's so wrong. It just, it just pops Travis, up. Travis, how are you not saying anything right now? 
I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to offend anyone. <laughs> I'm. I'm, um, I'm it's a new I, thing. I realize the direction that I've gone, and I'm trying really hard to just <laughs> hold yeah, that. That's back. what she yeah. said. So let me ask you then. So 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 when you say swing trading, um, like how many partners do you get? <laughs> well, it depends how many people are in the room on that given night. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really, uh, I went down, a, I went, went down a wrong path there, didn't I? That's all right. Okay, so we got these two types of trading, and and do you find that um, certain personality types, you know, are, are disposed to do one, you know, better than the other? Yeah, for sure. Um, and this is this is part of the. That's a perfect question, actually. That's part of the process as to understanding who you know you are. You know, for one thing, I'll say to all the viewers, listeners, whatever out there, is that. You've got to be very aware with trading that it's it's basically, this is going to get deep. It's like holding up a mirror to what you are bad at, okay? It will show you exactly what you suck at, and you need to ex- either accept that and develop it, or you'll just fail. Um, there is no, I am right, and you are wrong to the market. The market doesn't care about you, uh, and you should care about the market. So... When, you, when we talk about understanding who would be more susceptible to success in swing trading or day trading, we're talking about people that are much more, uh, they might not be able to focus for too long. But when they're focused, they can focus extraordinarily well. They, they're real sharp for small periods of time. And there are definitely certain personality types that you've met, I've met, that for short periods of intense focus, they're brilliant. Others, that's short. It's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's too much. I, I, I can't. I can't compute everything in my mind. So swing trading would be better for them. Now, there is a happy medium where you can do both, but you don't start there generally, not in my experience anyway. And as you learn more about yourself and the markets and how you fit into that narrative of marrying them both together, that's when you start to work out what you're going to do. I would maybe even bring it back a little bit further for some people who maybe don't even realize the difference because you, you're talking about intraday trading and then swing trading. So, you know, swing trading, just so people know, according to Wikipedia, swing trading is a speculative trading strategy in financial markets where a tradable asset is held for between one and several days in an effort to profit from price changes or swings. And so intraday is multiple times during the same day, and that can be a big headache. Yeah, it's it's intense. Like, I mean, just to give an example – I would, if I'm going to intraday trade and get down to those low time frames, I won't even touch the one, two, or three minute on Bitcoin, on Ethereum, even those big liquid contracts, right? I used to trade the one, two, three, four, five, not the four actually, the one, two, three, and five on the ES, the NQ, the TF, and the YM, which are the uh, E mini for the um, SP, the, the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the Russell, because there's a lot more volume there. You, you just got to be aware that intraday trading, it does restrict what you can actually trade okay so if i'm going to be trading say on a 15 minute and one hour time frame i'm going to be looking at bitcoin ethereum maybe xrp and maybe litecoin just top 10 that's it because of and i've got to be using the exchanges that are giving me margin or leverage which we can we'll cover that in more detail as we go through but also they've got to have a lot of liquidity so right now if i'm going to trade bitcoin well there's a a um a platform that uh, ends in the start of Mexico. And uh, that has a lot of liquidity and a lot of volume, which means that's going to be my home until someone else beats them. So it's 
it's not just the strategy. It's it's the way you like the sort of the way you have to trade and where you got to get your volume from that will dictate a little bit. So if I'm into day trading, it'll be the big the big top ten dogs only. I'll be using margin and I'll be looking for the area that I can get the most margin and the most liquidity because if you you can have five hundred times margin, which some platforms are now offering. But if you don't have the volume to get filled, ooh, it's not going to end nicely. Yeah, and if you have, if you're dealing with 500 times of margin and you make a wrong decision, you just hosed your life, right? I mean, like you have to pay that back. Like you're if you so you you don't want to you don't want to overextend yourself and 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 give too much margin if you can't cover it on the back end if something tanks. Or, some crazy happens, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and this sort of surrounds risk, um, which is another area that um, we, we need to spend a lot of time on. But just to touch on that quickly, Trav, while, while you've brought it up, mate, um, the leverage is not the killer. It's it's the way one manages their risk or fails to do so. So I, I'm very used to trading, you know, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 times leverage because I've traded foreign exchange for a long time, for, you know, 13 years of my career out of that 13. I mean, the like the last two years have been the only time that I've actually focused nearly exclusively on crypto because why not? The thing's so volatile, it moves so well. There's no other market in the world that compares. But you know, you can. It's about how much you risk on the trade and understanding how to manage your risk. So let's say I've got a ten thousand dollar US account, right? And I go, okay, I'm going to risk one percent of that portfolio, which is a hundred dollars. Now, if I got five hundred times margin on a hundred dollar position. That's great. It means I can handle a much bigger position, but I'm still only risking that $100. If I get in and it moves against me, because I'm only risking $100, not the full, like, maxed out, you know, biggest contract that I can possibly have, it's actually not going to hit me too badly unless, of course, something very, very uh, diverse happens and it moves extraordinarily fast on a very tight stop loss. So once people know the type of trading that they, they think that they are more sort of programmed for, intraday or swing trading, it will also help them to understand how they can risk manage. Like I touched on before, if you're going to be intraday trading, stick with the top 10, use margin, and then it comes down to the risk management. There's a lot of areas where risk comes into it as well. It's not just about how much you risk on the trade. What, uh, you know, there are some of us that, you know, I trade a little, but what makes somebody a trader? What if I buy something and I huddle it for a few months and then I trade it? Like, am I not a trader? Am I just... I'm just an investor. What what about lo- more long-term investing? Is that something that's just not in your wheelhouse? No, it all? is. It, 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 it is, man. Like, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I've got two portfolios. One's an investment portfolio and one's a trading portfolio. I, I definitely back myself as a trader a hell of a lot more than an investor in this space. And I'm still trying to work out. I mean, look, and the, the reason is, boys, is that for me, uh, being a traditional investor, Past, uh, well, and still present. I just haven't been doing as much of it lately because the markets are inflated, and I, I, I like being in cash or Bitcoin for the time being. What fundamentals mean to me is being able to look at a publicly listed company and see exactly what they're doing. I want to see the price earnings. I want to see who the people are. I want to see their past records. The only thing that I can see that's similar to crypto is the team, what they have come uh, with, what they have done in their past life, who their con- connections may be, and uh, how honest or you know whatever they may be. But I, I can't go in and look at the revenues of a crypto company. I can't go in and look at the partnerships, the deals they've done, their debt ratios. All these things I can't see yet. So for me, fundamentals in crypto, the way I would suggest fundamentals and the way I'm used to them, they're just so far away for me that 
even my fundamentals are still heavily speculative. I'm about 70% Bitcoin and then about 30% across, uh, across some other tokens. But yeah, holding is fine. You just, uh, you just got to find something that suits you. I'm not here to tell everybody they must trade. It is wise to know a little bit about the markets, though, because, I mean, how many people held through 2007 and they're still holding? Yeah, that's true. So so then, so now we know swing trading and interday trading, then what are some of the other sort of fundamentals that people need to be thinking about before they start start trading? And, and just, just for people, so they know, is like, you have a serious background. You just mentioned 13 years of trading Forex and hmm. you've done some other investment type of stuff behind that. Here are a lot of folks who maybe have never done it. Like I've done some trading, but like there are so many things like I, the indicate indicators and stuff. Like I just have no idea, but I feel like, Oh man, if I knew that there was a couple of these indicators that I could spot and see, oh, here's some key things, and that that would be nice to know. But I think a lot of people probably don't know that. I mean, yeah. I, I wanted to study candlesticks back in the day, and so I know a little bit about some of the the patterns of candlesticks. But when it comes overall, most people have no clue how to do this stuff. Yeah, mate, I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, look, at the end of the day, I'm a laborer's son. All right. So my dad's a builder. I worked on site, lifting bricks, cutting concrete, doing this sort of stuff. Right. Uh, then I went and traveled around the world and I, I found what I wanted to do, which was trading. I am not your university degree, um, you know, math scholar. Uh, I am I am not uh, that sort of person. I am somebody who went out and basically um, if you know what a remora is, it's those fish that stick onto the side of sharks and just scavenge off the scraps they get. That was me for, for, for a number of years. Uh, I learned from people that were doing it. One thing that I did have was a hunger for knowledge uh, and, uh, and a desire to, to be good at this. This is really what I wanted to do. Now, for anybody out there who's sort of going, oh, it's a bit overwhelming, I probably, I probably can't do it, that's, that's BS. It's not true at all. And the reason I can say that with, with absolute certainty, guys, is that I've done it. Um, and not only have I done it, but I've, I've managed to create this, this checklist thing. And, and look, you know, just so everyone's aware, like I've been trading these checklist-based strategies for the last nine years without changing a single thing. I didn't create these checklists as a, as a wonderful product to sell to people. This was so that I could trade well, all right? That's what it started as. It's, it's visuals. It's, it's looking at a chart. It's reading a chart. I use the 10-period moving average. So, so when you talk about indicators, Travis, to take away any complication, I use three, the 10-period, the 20-period, and the moving average convergence, divergence, commonly known as MACD. So I simplify everything because I needed to. The most difficult thing about trading is yourself, and that's why they say 15% is the strategy and the other 85% is real mastery of understanding what you need to do to get in the right headspace. So it doesn't need to be – like what, what, did, what do they say? Um, I can't remember who said it, but uh, trading should be simple. It doesn't mean it's easy. All right, Craig, you mentioned a checklist that you have. Now, is this I, – I know that if people go to your site, they can get free updates uh, via email, but you've got courses as well that many of our uh, listeners have already signed up for. So where is this checklist? There's three checklists, right? Um, there's three checklists for the simple reason markets move in three ways. So, that, again, this is all about logic for me. Uh, markets move fast, as in they take off and they pull back, just go bing, 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 and just keep trending and pushing hard. And that's the Fibonacci booster strategy for lower time frames. Then you've got a market that trends really nice. You know when you see the market do this and it trends really, really nicely, either up or down because you can trade long and short. 
uh, that's what the cradle's for, a little, a little pause. And then there's the breakout because markets consolidate, don't they? And then they break. Think of October, November last year. We went through 6,000. That was a consolidation. So uh, there's three different um, trading strategies, which are inside of the courses that we teach where people people get lifetime uh, memberships online. And we're also going to be in London, Malta, and Singapore through October and November. October is the uh, 12th in London. So very, very soon coming up. But that's where they find them. Okay, so look, you've got a lot of fans out there. We got a lot of fans that are listening to this right now. Is there something that, you know, one of these checklists or a part of this checklist that we can just give everybody? Say, hey, look, you're a citizen of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. Guess what? It's checklist day. Jeez, you boys have put me on the spot, haven't you? <laughs> um, yeah, look, what, what I can... That's because you have to say yes. I mean, well, exactly. You... Look at Travis's face. By the way, those of you uh, hearing audio, what you don't know is that the tool we use to record, we can actually see each other. Mm. And right now, Travis is, is like pouting, a big pout. Like, come on, Trader Cobb, throw us a bone. Well, a bone I will throw you. Yeah, look, I'll tell you what, what I'll do is I shall... Uh, what can I do? I can give you one of the checklists for um for one of the trading strategies um that they can grab a hold of. Would that would that I mean that should make you happy? And and look, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't ever think that these boys are doing good things for you, look what they just did to me. They just literally put me on the spot and made me give you a bloody checklist. So pause to them. All because Travis had a pouty face. He's smiling now though. Ah, ha, 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 ha. You fell into our master trap. How, how do they get that then? How, how does somebody get this? Because you're going to have to like probably retool your website to give it away or something. Uh, let me work that out. I think probably what the best thing to do will be if we were to create, I mean, we don't want to send out, do we? We, 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 would, we would much prefer to have something. Uh, TraderCobb.com forward slash bad, bad crypto. crypto trading. Mm-hmm. How about that? Or just bad, like keep it short. Right, like tradercob.com forward slash bad. I just I have to write this down, you see, because now I've got to go and create it and my team's going to go, oh, thank you so much. We haven't exactly got a lot on at the moment. Thank you so much as we get ready to go to London next week. <laughs> okay, so if you guys go to – I'll just give you our short URL and we will redirect to this page. So go to badco.in forward slash trader badco.in forward slash trader we'll make sure that that redirects to wherever this uh comes up and and by the way just so you guys know there are a number of great products that craig offers on the site that include courses and live events if you use the code bad crypto for any of the products on the site or events you're going to get an additional 10 percent off yeah, make sure you use the caps. It's going to be caps. Make sure it's caps. All, all caps, words. bad crypto. And no space, you, right? Bad crypto, no space? No space. One word. Yep. The only space is the space between your ears, Mr. Travis Wright. Mm. So there's one more thing I want to make sure people know, and you alluded to it briefly that you've got some live events. Mm. You're going to be showing up uh, in four different venues between now and uh the end of november so just kind of hit on those four yeah look we've um we're pretty stoked actually like first start we, we head off to london next week i haven't been back to london since i i mean that's where i learned to trade uh it was in london i spent six years there so i haven't been back uh for nearly nine years um i found the sunshine and and stuck with it 
Um, so we'll be in London on the 12th of October, and that's uh, around a, a, an event called the CC Forum. I mean, this event is like you should see the check out the list, man. Like the the speakers are insane. I've been interviewing a few of them leading up to the event, and um, I mean, one of the things I'm really keen to learn about, not just in the blockchain, but I want to learn about quantum computing. That sounds like a very, very big new frontier. So basically working with these events companies to to bring an event either at the beginning or at the end of it. So the CC Forum, uh, anyone who joins up, I think we've got 30 free tickets. So anyone who does decide they wish to come along to the the one-day classroom event, you get a free ticket for that. And then from there, we go on to uh, on to Sing uh, Malta is next uh, on the 9th of November, and then Singapore on the 16th of November, uh, finishing up at Ridges World Square in Sydney to November 23 and 24. And effectively, what it's going to be, boys, is um, me going through uh, teaching a full-day event in a classroom-type setting where I'll be running through one of the trading strategy checklists, um, taking them through it and doing some live scanning and showing them what the hell to do. That's great. Let me ask you this then. How how similar is crypto trading to like stock and commodity trading and some of the other stuff like traditional Forex? Like, is it because it's mostly emotions, right? And then notif- and, and noticing patterns. I mean, how similar is it? Exactly the same uh, in my view. So the way I trade, uh, I mean, there's there's a reason why I've been out to trade foreign exchange bonds, commodities and equities for, the, for, for as many years as I have. And then sort of seamlessly moving to crypto. Um, it's not because I've just come up with something new and wow, it's amazing. It's because I, I trade charts, uh, and charts are basically human emotion um, plotted on a chart. And I have people all the time say, "What about the bots? What about the bots?" And it's like, "Well, look, they exist." Um, I, I don't focus on things I have no control over. Um, you know, like I, I can't control what someone else is doing in the market. The only person that I've got to make a decision is me, and that's where my accountability lives. So. Um, I usually take two months to watch a market before I get into it in crypto. And then the reason for that is to try and find out what is the earnings? Uh, what are the non-farm payrolls? What are the GDP? What are the things that move these markets and when do they occur? And, you know, it took me six weeks to work out in crypto. Just get in, you know? Um, so it's just worked so beautifully well. And uh, it's it's exactly the same whether you're trading gold, you're trading crypto, you're trading foreign exchange. Now, I do focus just on crypto at the moment um, because of volatilities there, but I can tell you that um, once we do see a heavy correction, like you know something akin to back in 2007-8, I'll, I'll be trading traditional markets as well because the volatility will come back, and that's, that's what I live for. Let's uh, talk a little bit of preview of coming attractions as we do this and are planning on having you back at the beginning mm. of each month. What are some of the other topics uh, in the realm of trading that people can look forward to us discussing? Mate, look, I'd really love to take you guys through and the audience through something that's very, very simple but often overlooked, um, which is the basics of trading. Um, uh, when we went to school, or if you are still in school, kids stay in school, um, or at university, we, we, we generally... Or you become up- podcasters like us. That's yeah, bad. yeah, don't do that. Well, I actually do do that. But, yeah, do it well. Um, it, it, we, we're generally taught that the harder something is, the better the grade, right? So, you know, you didn't get an A at school when you were in senior years for, for being able to, you know, multiply 10. You know, it just didn't work like that. You know, the harder something was, the better we were rewarded. And because we've done that for a large part of our learning life, that seems to be the way that we think. And because of that, we overlook 
the basics and we're always after the advanced. Uh, the advanced is not what you think it is in trading. So I would like to just skim away or just sort of cut a lot of the crap out, focus on what is, uh, teach about optimal chart structure and start to walk through some of the different parts um, of trading that I think people don't understand the way that they should. Uh, I think that's really going to be valuable for the audience. Cut the crap. Yep. Great. And we'll do our best to try to have you near the front of the near near the first part of the month. That way folks can always in their mind go, oh, it's a new month. Let's go make sure to tune back into that crypto to tune in. I mean, you got, the people should be tuning in every week to every episode anyway, but just a nice little gentle reminder. We'll have Trader Cobb on near the beginning of the month and uh, chat about some of this. So I'm excited to learn about a lot of this with you. So I'm going to have questions yeah. because I've I'm a very I'm a very piss poor trader. It doesn't normally work out for me. And like, oh, just because like the trading of short, the shorting is, yeah. is always like I've, I've known like, oh, yeah. oh, man, like I could make a lot of money right here if I knew what the hell I was doing. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing because I, I can. I, there's always indicators to me that I've, I've seen them multiple times when I could see there's going to be a flash crash in some cases. But like capitalizing on that with shorting and some of the other stuff, I, I just don't have those tools in my in my set. I've not learned from a good trading mentor and so I think that this is exciting to kind of learn some of that stuff. Well, let's do it, man. I, I got no issue. Like, look, I'm I'm, I'm pretty straight. Um, if I can't answer the question because I don't have the understanding, I'm just going to tell you. Um, but there's not much in trading, especially around the way that I trade, technical analysis and 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 uh, using margin. There's not a great deal I'm not going to be able to help with. Um, and I think that's what's going to be important. You guys can throw whatever questions you like at me, um, and then the audience yeah. if they want to put it in the comments for next show. Like, please be involved. Um. Ask me what you want to know. I'm, free to, I'm free free to email us, badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Now, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of talk about the economy teetering a little bit and maybe, you know, because we're at all-time highs in some cases and, you know, in the stock market. And it seems to me that we're going to have a correction and that maybe we learn some of these tricks from you and tips and tricks. Like we might be able to capitalize on that correction in a big way potentially. Well, mate, that's what it's all about. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, look, one of the best things about trading, and, and people might just roll their eyes at this, but it, it genuinely is a, re a recession-proof tool. Whether the market goes up or down, we can make a living from that. Now, I can tell you back in 2007-8 during that, uh, the GFC, as it's known now, I stopped telling people that I was a trader because I was a scapegoat. Uh, the media were beating up. It's the short sellers. All the banks saying it's the short. It's not the bloody short sellers. I'm trading a derivative of the underlying asset class. It's got nothing to do with me. The reason that the GSC occurred was because of poor lending practices and irresponsible management. Simple as that. I was a scapegoat. So you go to a barbecue and you'd meet people when I was in London and they go, what do you do? I'm like, sales. Because it was easier than playing <laughs> on a trader. Um, because I'm throwing sales cop. Yeah. But I'll tell you what right now, guys, it's – um. It, you know, when the markets fall, and this is why I like crypto. When the markets fall hard, like they did in 0708, that's what that's when I made my first proper wedge. Um, because so much movement, such big trades uh, over such a short period of time, you know, you, you, what would take nine years to build took six months because of the size of the moves. That's why I love being in crypto. You can take less trades, but because virtue of the fact the market is it just moves so wildly. Your reward risk ratio is so significantly high on a winning trade that you can have a bad win loss percentage, i.e., you might you might lose 70% of your time. So out of 10 trades, you'll lose seven. But on the three trades that you're successful, you make 30. And it, it it's 
Like you just, it's always like that. You don't get that in traditional markets. And that's why this, oh, this, this market, if you're involved in this market and you don't uh, take it upon yourself to at least learn how to trade a little bit, you're missing out on what I think is a much bigger opportunity than blockchain itself. It's just off its head. And I love it. Less trades, more money. Are you kidding me? There you go, gang. Trader Cobb. I'm a bit passionate yeah. there. Sorry. I'm- Less trades, mo money. Well, we appreciate you coming on. And just a reminder for you guys, if you go to badco.in forward slash trader, that will take you to Craig's site where he's going to have set up a download of a PDF, which previously was available only to subscribers. So you guys can get that through the special link. And if you use bad crypto, one word, all caps, you'll save 10% on any of Craig's courses or his live events that are taking place in London, uh, Singapore. Let's see if I can remember Malta and Sydney, right? between now and uh, in the end of uh, November. And should we tease a little bit, gentlemen, about what we are planning? Get going. So when Travis and I were in Bali, we met Pino, Pino Noir, we'll just call him, <laughs> on the Trader Cobb team. And we discussed uh, living out a dream, a bad crypto dream that Travis and I have had ever since we started the show. A bad dream. <laughs> so when we were in Bali, we met with Pinot Noir. I like, we we're just going to call him that from now on. And we discussed having our bad dream come true. And that is to do a bad crypto down under, mate, world tour of the one continent of Australia. And so I can either confirm nor deny that we may be in, uh, invading Australia in February 2020. Yes, it will be a date that will go down in history. We'll have prime ministers that will need to say sorry, but they hopefully will do it a lot sooner than they did last time. Yes, we are looking to work with you boys to get you out here to uh, run around this wonderful nation of ours and um, take you to the people, uh, get you out fishing and uh, make you do some stupid shit there as well with me uh, out on the land and in the ocean. So uh, we are looking forward to it bigly. Um, and, uh, yeah, can't, can't wait to, uh, put that together and, uh, and get that moving. So it's going to be a good time. Sounds great. Do a stupid sh- down under and actually have it some events. I think maybe it's maybe an event in Brisbane, an yep. event in Sydney, maybe one in Perth, one in Melbourne, maybe potentially. Yep, that'll be the spots. They're the biggest cities there and we'll see what else that we can wrangle up, but, um, we'll be in those cities of course. And, um, yeah, I'm, we're still, we're still guys, we're still working on the structure, the format and how it looks and what it looks like. But um, we are doing everything we possibly can to get these gentlemen out there. We'll have some trading events. We'll have some other people in the space. We'll have these boys. We'll have a whole bunch of good times going on and um, watch closely. So keep tuned in to Bad Crypto Podcast. Get across to uh, the Trader Cobb Crypto Show or TraderCobb.com. We'll go through the boys' link. That's probably the easiest way. And uh, stay tuned because... um, yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to that. I'd say to I'd say to sign up to our newsletter. You know, go to badco.in forward slash news. Yep. And because uh, we're gonna keep updated on that, so make sure if you are in Australia or around that area and want to meet us up in one of those events, I think what maybe what happens is we're gonna have like some smaller events and then have like one big mastermind kind yep. of event that sort of pops it all off. And we might actually hit New Zealand too while we're down there. So we're, we're yep. planning all that out. I'm excited about it, dude. I I've been to Australia twice, uh, both of which. We're in, uh, both of which were in winter. Looking forward to having you guys down for sure. All right, Mr. Travis Wright. 
you had some time to work on that Aussie accent. Have you got it down yet? Acha. <laughs> That's fantastic. That uh, man, a joke. I that am, was a joke just for you, by the way. <laughs> I am super excited about Bad Crypto Down Under, and there will be more uh, coming on that because right now it's just we've agreed that we want to do it. And uh, Craig and his team are, are eager to work with us and bring us on the crypto down a bad crypto down under world tour. I think that's what we should actually call it down under world tour because it's like we're only going to to that part of the world. But still, for us, it's a long way. World tour down under. <laughs> I like it. That's good stuff. Great stuff. Really, really a big fan of Craig. He's doing great stuff. And I think it's going to be exciting to have an opportunity there in February to to go to some of those places. I've only been to, I've actually, well, I've been to the Brisbane airport and I've been to Sydney twice, but I've never been to New Zealand. I've never been to Perth. I've never been to Melbourne. And so I'm excited to go to those places and meet our fans. Cause we have so many fans down under it's like a disproportional amount of people really like our humor for some reason. Weird. You Aussies, you, you're like, you know what? You're super smart. That's what you are. See how I saved that? It was going to go down a really bad road, but but I saved that. Want to give a shout out to our other sponsor for the show, eToro. By now, certainly by now, you have downloaded the app, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Come on, gang. You know, look, if you... if you want to find the one place where you could do all the crypto things you need to do, trade, plan, discuss strategy eToro's it. They're the world's number one social trading platform. And the big news that is coming, I believe they're releasing October 15th, copy portfolios. That means you'll be able to go in and look at what other traders are doing and look for those that are trading very profitably and say, I'll have what they're having. That's it. And and mm-hmm. you, you just apportion, okay, they might be trading, you know, $20,000 and earning 23%. Well, you could say, I want to just invest $500 and earn 23% on that, right? So copy mm-hmm. portfolios are coming to the U.S. app and you can get started right now, badco.in forward slash eToro. Do it. Well, thank you so much to Trader Cobb. Thank you so much for you guys to tuning in and listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast. We couldn't do it without you. And if you have the opportunity, maybe leave us a review. Or if this is the first time you've listened, maybe subscribe to our show on iTunes. We really love that. That helps the ranking algorithms and all that good stuff. And we're very grateful to every single one of the citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. We really appreciate you guys. And Mr. Joel Kahn, what else? Anything else going on? I think that they just need to get out there and stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.